And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along shortly will be my Hall of Fame co-host, Coach Ted Huber. And this is a special edition of the podcast as we're going to be uh, heading into the state championship games this uh, Friday and Saturday. And uh, we thought it only appropriate that we have our commissioners uh, in the state of Indiana for the IHSA to join us. And Commissioner Paul Nydick will be with us, as well as Assistant Commissioner in charge of football, Robert Falcon. So uh, they'll both be with us, and we'll be talking about high school football as it comes to the conclusion of the 2022 season. So it's going to be an interesting show, and uh, there's a lot of work, a lot of things involved in this as we gear up and head down to Indianapolis to Lucas Oil to uh, celebrate state championship type football and we got two of the guys in the know on that subject coming up so stay tuned Big Cat Promotions wants to congratulate your team for an outstanding season and help you celebrate your conference and state tournament series success with what we call the triple option commemorate your team's success, create a lifetime treasure for your players and coaches, plus provide a fundraiser for your program. You see, Big Cat Promotions works with hundreds of designers that are ready to take your idea and turn it into a family keepsake. Trophies, plaques, medallions, magnets, window clings. With over 100,000 products available, we can create just about anything that will be a lifetime reminder of your team's success. Call me, the Big Cat, today at 574-551-5916 or email at tiger at bigcatpromotions.com and congratulations on an outstanding season. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Bungartner, and I have my Hall of Fame podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. And we've got some very special guests with us today in this special edition of the podcast. And I'll let uh, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber introduce our guest. Okay, we have Commissioner Paul Nydick of the IHSAA and the assistant commissioner in charge of football, uh, Mr. Robert Falcon. So, gentlemen, number one, we really appreciate you giving your time because we know how valuable it is. And number two, the job that you do and how you do it. So uh, thank you for everything. And why don't we get started this way? What, uh, you know, the meetings that you guys had today with the 12 teams, Okay, could uh, could you comment on that? Uh, and you know what goes on, and and what you hope to accomplish. Uh, I'll take that one, uh, Coach. This is uh, that meeting is is intended to to sort of get people acclimated to being in a state championship uh, setting. Um, you know, we we work real hard uh, to provide a great opportunity and event for kids and and coaches and spectators alike. So there's a lot of work that goes into that. So we have to let people know uh, as, a, as a participant uh, what they can expect as a coach, as a player, and then what their fans can expect. So uh, we, we bring everybody together so everyone hears the same message at the same time. We talk about the logistics of getting into and out of the stadium, uh, what the day looks like um, during the game, um, the ceremony, for the awards after each game. Uh, we talk about our expectations for sportsmanship. Uh, and this really is, you know, like you said, the best time of the year uh, for us in football mm-hmm. uh, because it's a celebration of our, our football season. And uh, what we want to do is is have everyone comfortable in, uh, in playing on that weekend, let them know what to expect, uh, and, and basically giving them 
everything they need to do uh, to have a, a, a great experience and a lot of fun. Now, we can't control the outcome of the game, but, mm-hmm. you know, like I said today when we got started, everybody's happy today. Right. Uh, and that may not be the case <laughs> at the end of the games on Friday and Saturday, but right now everybody's pretty happy. We want to capitalize on that that excitement and, and make sure all the kids have a, a wonderful experience. Yeah, I just would add this, folks, that, uh, you know, first of all, this is football weekend. And Robert Falcons is uh, in charge of football weekend. And as I told the group today is, you know, it's uh, everybody's uh, at our office. It's all hands on deck. It's everybody's focused on this football state tournament. And, and we all answer to Robert. That includes me this weekend. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and this is about Robert getting this tournament ran and his vision and, and we're going to support that. And you know, the other thing I really tried to do today with the coaches too, is be a little bit of a cheerleader. I don't think we can ever thank coaches enough for giving of their time to student athletes. And, and, you know, and, and again, there, we, we are, it's easy to celebrate the kid that's going to have the best game this weekend, but man, that's not what we focus on on a daily basis. And, and it's celebration of the kid that just needs to be part of that team, needs to have somebody establish a vision for him to be something other than what they can believe. And our coaches do such a great job in that. And those kids are going to come back and coach and, and teach and be a doctor or be HBAC repairman or somebody. But I know they're going to be contributors in their community. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is there, out of, out of all the things that you do, and they're just, I, I can't imagine how many things there are involved in this, but. Is there one, there are several things that are more of a challenge than anything else? Like, for instance, dealing with a new coach that's never been there before, and then you got some of the old pros that have, you know, they could probably name the tournament after their team. They've been down there so much. So, you know. Well, well, you you know, we we walk them through every step of the process. So even the the coaches that have been there many, many times Mm. get something out of it because every year we try to make the tournament better. We try to make the state finals better. Mm. So we walk the coaches through. Every step from the time they get on the bus to get to the stadium to the time they get to the stadium, in the dock, into the locker rooms, onto the field, mm-hmm. halftime, end of game procedures, we walk them through every step. And then we give them printouts and, and so we can tell them, we, they can read it, and then we tell them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as a safeguard uh, for the last 12 years, we've used the Indiana state police to get to the coaches where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I said, I told them that, you know, like I've already normally said to them, mm-hmm. you know, if you get a little um, unsure where you're supposed to be, those guys in the dark blue shirt will yeah. get you where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And if you're going the wrong way, they're going to grab you by the collar and take right. you the right way. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so, so don't worry about, it. we're going to make it easy for you to just coach the game and have your kids have a great experience. We'll take care of everything else. Right. I think that's right. The other thing we talked to him a little bit about is let's don't introduce the excuse for, for failure. You know, failure always has an accomplice that comes along with us. Mm-hmm. And, and whether the bus is late or they're too early or the meal isn't warm or they don't <laughs> like the game time or whatever it is, I say, you know, folks, leave that all at home. Right. You know, do not let all those things, let those be what they are and don't focus on anything other than just playing a game. And so many times people get a little uptight about some of the smaller details at the end of the day just don't matter. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's part of the preparation. Robert does a phenomenal job of right. easing some of those concerns along the way. Now, in regard to like food and housing, you guys really don't have anything to do. Like, you know, I think Andrea or some of the teams come down the night before, especially the ones that are playing 11 o'clock. Is that accurate or not? Or am I off base on that? 
No, every every team that um, you know that that comes from a distance, they have we will provide some some funding for them to to have um, uh, a, a hotel accommodations and, and meals. We will over reimbursement for those folks that have to do that. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't want this term to be a hardship on our participants. And we do everything we can mm-hmm. uh, to sort of you know not make that a hindrance to kids having a good time. So, like mm-hmm. you said, there are several schools that will spend the night um, uh, before the game, especially, like you said, those those 11 o'clock games, they're, they're going to be here bright and early, and they don't want to have to worry about getting on the road at 4.30 in the morning. Sure. It's a good move on their part to come down early and at least know you're here and be close enough to walk over to the stadium if you're going to do that mm-hmm. and uh, and have that experience. And for some kids, that's the bigger part of the experience. Never been in downtown Indianapolis and, mm-hmm. you know, having to, to spend the night in a hotel with, with their teammates. Right. Uh, is, is probably going to be the thing that they remember the most about the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we certainly provide that as an option, and uh, again, for our schools, so it's not a hindrance to them participating. Yeah, yeah, because I've had – You know, one of, go ahead. one of the things that uh, I want to uh, make sure we mention are the SQU and Reese Awards, uh, the Mental Attitude Awards. Yeah, we yeah. – we, uh, yeah, for the you know they're they're divided up uh, by class, and we have the Blake Rest Award and the and the uh, Phil Askew Award for uh, specifically for football. And um, I think Blake is one, two, and three, and Askew is four, five, and six. And so, um, yeah, those those are you know we we've had commissioners say, and uh, and I agree with them that that Askew and the Blake Rest Award, uh, the 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 award in basketball, the mill afterwards are probably the biggest single uh, accomplishment for a high school athlete in the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So we take it very seriously. As a matter of fact, it's the first award we give at the conclusion of the game. That's mm-hmm. how important it is. Mm-hmm. It is the singular award where one kid's going to win it. And that's a, mm-hmm. uh, that's a huge deal. I think that's uh, that's fairly important. Right. Right. How does that work? Um, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, coach, there's, there's several um, criteria, and you know there has to be a certain grade point average or SAT, and then they have to have certainly some success in sport. But then they also have to show that they uh, they give back. They have to volunteer for some things within their community or their local areas, and, and and be honest. I mean, the grades are certainly important, but that that ability to give back to your community in a meaningful way is something that is is really important. That means a lot, and. Then our uh, our our board, the board of directors, looks at all the applicants and they evaluate the the information provided, and then they select who the middle award winner will be. And it's a tough decision a lot of times. Robert and I both had an opportunity to be on that evaluation side, and and sometimes there's not a wrong answer. There just has to be one that's better than another that day. And you know, the one thing that I love doing is these parents come off and they're so happy with it. Even in defeat, they're gracious sure. uh, if the team loses when they receive that award. But I always remind them, that's an award yeah. that can be added to that child's resume, that student-athlete's oh, yeah. resume, and it'll be there for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Because in Indiana, being a middle attitude award winner just means something. Sure. And it's recognizable, and any employer is going to look at that and know what that is in this state. Mm-hmm. Now, is that that comes as a nomination from a, what the principal and the uh, athletic director, or, who, or that comes from the school? Obviously, who's who's in charge of that of nomination? Well, 
Well, we we asked that that be that the first will be the lead in the nomination, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they take the lead from the coach and athletic director. They know those kids better than anyone else, and mm-hmm. they know the requirements uh, for the award. And uh, but, but um, you know, normally it'll start with the coach, athletic director, and the principal will have to make the final decision about who the nominee is going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! And each well, school, you know, it's back in the old days. Back in the old days, I used to sit there, and I swear to God, uh, you could pick off of which team uh, the Mental Attitude Award was going to be because it was always the one that didn't win the game. A lot of people <laughs> think that. And, and that, you know, it's, pretty, it's very, very odd that that's the case. But, you know, we, you know, it was like Paul said, we, we, we made those decisions for years when we were on the board together. And, and uh, we, we, we make that decision, like, right after halftime or as soon as we cancel so that, that the schools can notify the parents. And a lot of times the game is hanging in the balance. We make that decision. It just works out that way. That, that, yeah. that right. is hilarious. That, my wife even thought that. You know, she was at a game one time, and, and we make the Middle Attitude Award uh, announcement. And she says, hey, that kid was on the winning team. He can't win. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the rule. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, I was looking at, you know, we, we've dissected in the tournament uh, 45 different ways with our podcast. And uh, from 6A to 3A, interestingly enough, I think, uh, one team, Center Grove, is the only one of the eight teams uh, that will be back this year that was there a year ago. Okay, Um uh, is that unusual? Uh, is that a good thing? Is that, you know, does it matter? What, what do you think? As a, as a tournament director, I think it's a good thing when you have multiple schools participate in the state championship from year to year to year. Mm-hmm. You don't want your, your, your tournament to get stale. You don't want think, people to think that uh, the same teams are going to win all the time. It's great to have new blood. It adds excitement. Uh, to the tournament as excitement to the state championship is great for those communities. Uh, and it's, again, it's an opportunity for 85 more kids to play at Lucas Oil Stadium that didn't have a chance before. Uh, and, and this year is, is, you know, like you said, that is a great example of why our tournament is so successful, why our tournament is so popular, because it's all in. You've got to win the game in front of you. It doesn't matter who you are or what the record is of the other team. Uh, it, it is. It is. We don't have. We don't do those things that that are kind of a hindrance to getting uh, people ha- to have an opportunity to play. We don't see the tournament. Uh, we don't have a requirement to have a certain record to get in the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, those ping pong balls are a great thing to my mind, mm-hmm. uh, and they're a great leveler with respect to our tournament. And uh, I'll just tell you, if you ask the folks at Pike Central and the folks at Knightstown uh, if if they like our tournament, I tell you what, they'll probably say yes because those are couple of schools that played in the sectional championship game this year that have had very little success in our tournament over the course of the years mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and recently. And, and so to have that opportunity to get to practice for two extra weeks uh, and, and build your program is a great thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very pleased uh, that you can say, you can point that out, that we've got eight different teams in the state finals this year than we had last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other end, you got the two A's and the one A's that went at each other a year ago. <laughs> right. uh, you know, a 20, uh, what was it, 21 to 9, Andrea yeah. over modern day, and uh-huh. 34 28, uh, Adam Central uh, got beat by Lutheran. So yeah. there's just the opposite. 
You know what, Coach? And those coaches of most of those teams, this is, I think it's kind of a dream matchup also because they talked about everything they didn't do right last year. And they thought nothing other than getting back and playing that game again. And that's what they get to do this year. I mean, how can you not have your team fired up to, to revenge that or to avenge that loss that you had the previous year? You know, and uh, yeah. I saw that look in a couple of those coaches' eyes today in the meeting. <laughs> I think Coach Gable was staring at that Andre coach all across the room the whole time. Well, he wouldn't want to wrestle yeah. him, that's for darn sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, well, on just a little sidelight with Coach Gable, we were standing there a year ago. Uh, I was talking to John Hurley of Memorial of Evansville, and, and right after the modern day game, and, uh, uh, Mike came by and was talking to us, and he said, you know, I am getting tired of coming up here and getting beat. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. that. And so now, here we go. It's 2022, so I'll, I'll be looking forward to, to saying hi to him. Uh, you know, uh, I guess that'll be on Friday, right. and, uh, you know, we go from there. So that's interesting. That's, yeah, uh, that's, that's game one on Friday. But you know what? Uh, you know, Coach Gable, that's a great problem to have that you're playing in the state championship game yeah. and have the opportunity to be a loser that many times. That's a, right. that's a wonderful thing. I don't think the Bills or the Vikings are complaining about playing the Super Bowl all those times and not winning. No. Yeah, no, that's true. No, no. And the label you loser. Know, there are five. Go ahead. And the oh, label yeah. loser does not fit those guys, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. They are incredible. Program. You bet. You, yeah. bet. you know, there's five coaches I was looking at, it, five coaches that have won state championships. Okay, the obvious one is Eric Moore of Center Grove. Uh, he's won four, gone for his fifth, and uh, his third in a row, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the, in the 6A spot. And then when you go down the list, you got uh, – Rob Doyle's won a couple at Tatar. The last one was in 2020, I guess it was. Um, we've got Chris Skinner, and uh, uh, he was uh, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won in 2021. And Dave Pash in 1A. And uh, also talk about Gable. Gable won in 2000. So, uh, interestingly enough, and then there's two other coaches who in the last few years, Bill Marshall of Valparaiso in 2019 and Ryan Kaniga of Lawrenceburg in 2016, who uh, were runners-up. So there's, there is some experience there. And then obviously there's four or five guys that uh, have not been there, you know, Darren Fisher and Doug Dynan and, and you know, that uh, – uh, let's see, Casey McKim would be one, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm probably leaving somebody out. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, it might have it must have been an interesting meeting because here's the like you said, here's the old guard and here's the new guard, and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna get this thing straightened out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Well, yeah, that that that, that meeting today, like uh, Coach, you said, you know, you got Darren Fisher in there, a longtime successful coach at Whiteland, and this is his first trip mm-hmm. to the state finals. He's, you know, he's trying to play it off like he's um, he's unaffected. But you can tell. It oh, means yeah. something to him. He's a little nervous. You got the guy from Adam Central Monster who's, you know, they, they, had, they had a shot last year. Sure. They, they were right on the verge, and 
from the game. From Man Fran took over. Yeah, and and so like you said, they're ready to go. They pointed at this all year. Mm-hmm. They pointed their kids at this all year, and and I just can't wait to what we get to Friday and Saturday because of uh, all the excitement that's going on with our term. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we got uh, what two, four, and six on Friday. Yes, and we got one, three, five on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Andrean and Modern Day will be first, and uh, Whiteland uh, and Valpo will be the sixth game, as I yep. see it. Yeah. Yep. They'll, yeah. They'll, 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 they'll wrap everything up and put it on the ball on Saturday night, but. Now, what a way to start a tournament on on Friday with the rematch of last year. Oh yeah, with modern day. Uh, yeah, that, that's just going to be a lot of fun. A yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just so much fun to be down there and see these. Uh, and you know, as coaches and and as all of us have been at some point in our lives, uh, see the hard work and the passion that these kids play with and the coaches coach with. I mean, that just gives me goosebumps when I'm down there and on the. Uh, uh, stadium floor and uh, talking to these coaches and seeing the reactions of, of the winning and of the guys that lose it too. It, it breaks their heart. Of course it does. But, uh, you know, it's sure. just such a tremendous thing that we got going and you guys deserve a lot of credit for uh, uh, putting this thing all together and making it work. And we really appreciate you guys, what you do. Well, you know, if you ever get the chance uh, as a broadcaster and you, you want to get some insight into the game, I would, I would suggest you come to practice on Wednesday and watch those kids, when they walk into that stadium and, mm-hmm. you know, the, just going through a practice in that facility and mm-hmm. how excited they are, that's what does it for me. I am, you know, I am so pleased that we're able to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's the better part of the weekend for me is, is, is having those kids come in there. And, you know, everybody's seen the movie Hoosiers when they walk in, they yeah. yell hickory. Well, the same thing happens to some of those kids. <laughs> and they walk in and they'll do the same thing. They'll do the exact same thing. And they can't believe the size and the, Sure. The scope of that place, and it's just it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a neat. You know, thing. we were talking to Bud Wright, uh, and my brother was talking to him, and he, he said, "You know, uh, you've won all these state championships, and what what advice could you give me?" And uh, he said, first of all, uh, you got to beat the building." <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's great. And, that is great. You know, and <laughs> most people don't even think about that. You got to beat the building. And so uh, my suggestion is that uh, you give them 10 or 15 minutes when they first get there. And like you said, you know, let them yell, let them run around, <laughs> let them score, sure. you know, do whatever they want to do. And, uh, you know, kind of get the jitters out a little bit because Jesus, what, what an experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. what an experience. Unbelievable. And, guys, that's, and that, that, that experience is something that we're so proud of. And, you know, one of the things that I told the group this morning, we, we have a phenomenal partner, a professional organization such as the Indianapolis Colts yeah. that supports what we do. And, and I, I have a lens that I get to see what other state associations do with their professional teams or, or whatever, and I can assure the people in Indiana – that there's no organization that cares more about high school sports than their kids in this game than the Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, they roll out the red carpet for these kids. They are passionate about, we'll have the big screen going on at the pregame and we'll have a message from the coach and the coaches are the, the staff at, at, at the Colts. And, and it's a heartfelt message. It's not something that they have to do. It's something right. that they want to do because they, they really believe in what we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, the Colts, 
you know, what can you say? You you go down a list of everything that happens to us in the football, in the high school football programs in the state of Indiana, and somehow or another the Colts are there. Mm -hmm. They are there. Whether it's in clinic and, you know, just – Run down the list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they're not, and, and, and Coach, it's not just lip service. They're actively participating uh, in in what we're doing with the with Indiana high school football. They give clinics for our coaches in the spring. Um, you know, they 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 kick off our season with the with the horseshoe classic. I mean, they, it's not just lip service. They are right. actively involved mm-hmm. in high yeah. school football in the state of Indiana, and we couldn't be more happy about yeah. that. And they do coach of the week. Uh, that stuff. Yes, uh, that's just great yeah. stuff. You're right. Right on. And our friend, our friend, Coach Pryor was at the meeting today. Hung out there with us the whole time. Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't have to do those things, but he—that's what he wanted to do today. Sure, sure. Well, <laughs> you know what? What can we say, right? What can we say? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's a magical time. Yeah. No question about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Well, like I said, I haven't got much more to ask you guys. We really appreciate you giving us information, give us some insight on what's going on down there because uh, there are so many moving parts to all this, and to bring it all together, uh, you know, it's a it's a masterful job that uh, uh, to pull it together and everyone working together to make it happen. So we really appreciate your time. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was our pleasure, and hats off to you guys for taking time to do this show because that's also in support of student-athletes. And and I'm also blessed to be able to work with Robert. Robert runs a phenomenal tournament and everything he does, and so we're very fortunate in Indiana to to have great people who understand education-based athletics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I enjoy your commercials, by the way. Uh, <laughs> with the telecast, I do have one complaint, I might add. Yeah. Uh, all the way up through, I watched uh, the tournament, and then all at once we get to the semi-state, and you guys charge me money. <laughs> yeah, I got that happen I mean, to me, too. I... What's that all about? Well, also, also, you got to understand that you know, I am computer challenged, <laughs> and and you know, I got if if you're going to charge me, make it easier. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Well, coach, being a not for profit and no tax dollar support from the state of Indiana, we got to be able to turn the lights on sometimes too. So, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Hate to have those lights go out in the middle of the second quarter. That would be bad. Hey, true story. Now, the first couple of years we were down at the at Lucas Oil, and the, on Friday night they turned the lights on on the circle on the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. The first few years we were there, they turned the lights on. The lights went off. Uh, <laughs> so the third year we made sure that they had fixed everything, so we wouldn't have to stop the game for fifteen minutes. My life came back on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, it's been great fun talking to you guys and we'll see you down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. We're all excited about it. And, uh, just, a, a great way to end up the season by celebrating state championships. So, uh, well, well, thanks for well, being thank with you us. For having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. And we look forward to seeing everyone, uh, Friday and Saturday. You Absolutely. Bet. Looking forward to it. You bet. Thanks, gentlemen.
We'll be back with more right after this. Big Cat Promotions wants to congratulate your team for an outstanding season and help you celebrate your conference and state tournament series success with what we call the Triple Option. Commemorate your team's success, create a lifetime treasure for your players and coaches, plus provide a fundraiser for your program. You see, Big Cat Promotions works with hundreds of designers that are ready to take your idea and turn it into a family keepsake. Trophies, plaques, medallions, magnets, window clings. With over 100,000 products available, we can create just about anything that will be a lifetime reminder of your team's success. Call me, the Big Cat, today at 574-551-5916 or email at tiger at bigcatpromotions.com and congratulations on an outstanding season. All right, and welcome back, everyone, to the IFCA's official podcast here. And, uh, Coach Huber, what a fun interview there. And those guys just worked their tails off to make uh, this thing all work. As, as And there's a lot of people involved, but the, those guys, are, if something goes wrong, the finger gets pointed at them. So uh, they work extra hard to make sure that things go right. And uh, it's been my experience that uh, they uh, always get the job done and, and they do it well. Well, they, you know what I like about them, uh, it's, it is, a, number one, it's for the students, okay? It's for the right. student athletes. Mm -hmm. And number two, the way they, uh, uh, you know, treat the coaches and the mm -hmm. way they treat administrators. And they, yeah. and it's something that, uh, you know, I just think that it's not a big, the old boy network anymore. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a friendly atmosphere. Mm -hmm. They know. They know what's important. We know that they're the boss, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I just think uh, there's nothing but uh, good things uh, happening with the IHSAA. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, the relationship between the IFCA and the uh, IHSAA is just uh, really strong. And uh, uh, I think that that just shows up uh, time and time again. It's also reflective of our membership in the IFCA, uh, coaches working together by and large to help other programs and to uh, uh, build up the uh, sport of football in the state of Indiana. So that's a, that's a great feeling, and it's a great thing uh, that we can say about our state in regard to uh, high school football. And I think things are on the right track, as you often say, for the uh, uh, sport of football in the state of Indiana. State of Indiana high school football is alive and well. Absolutely. There is no question. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to cue a little Indian music here, Coach. And uh, we want to encourage everyone to get out there and support their team, support Indiana high school football by getting down to the state championships because it's nothing but fun. And what a great lineup of games, uh, starting with that Andrean game and Evansville modern day. You know, what a, what a slugfest that's going to be. So, and it just follows all the way through through the whole uh, whole tournament Friday and Saturday. It's the best ticket in town. I do believe that. So uh, I hope everyone can join us and uh, see us down there. We'll be talking to uh, coaches as well as uh, uh, the uh, other people that are involved. And there's so many different leadership of the IFCA, uh, leadership of the IHSAA. So it's just going to be a great weekend uh, uh, to be down in Indianapolis, which is a beautiful city in its own right, and just to be involved and all these neat things. And a big thank you to all you coaches, regardless of where you're at on the spectrum. Thank you for all the great things you do for our kids and for our communities across the state of Indiana. We'll see you down at the state finals.